Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Reynolds. This is Season 4, Episode 7 of the podcast, and this episode is titled Cami. Cami is so much more than a simple PDF tool. Throughout this newsletter, you will come away with a lot of different ways that you can use Cami in your lessons other than as a simple PDF annotation tool. In TikTok Tech, new EdTech class shows you how to present using Flipgrid. And finally, in Tech Refresh, new EdTech class is back with some tips on organizing your Google Classroom. We've got a lot to get to, so let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in. I'm really excited for the podcast this week because I think there are some amazing resources that I'm about to share. Let's just jump right into it. TikTok Tech and Tech Refresh. I have ideas from the same user, uh, New Ed Tech Class. If you're not following them on any of their social media platforms, you absolutely should. They have a ton of wonderful resources that they provide uh, through all the different videos. And again, they're easy, quick, short, digestible videos. But I have two resources. Uh, In TikTok Tech, it is a new idea, a new resource for Flipgrid. And then in Tech Refresh, it's just an old idea that um, I like to recycle and I like to talk to my teachers about because it's important, it's organization. So let me talk about both of these ideas The first one is how to present over Google Slides using Flipgrid. In Flipgrid, if you choose background and then you choose your screen as the backdrop and then you choose the app or the screen that you would like to use as your background, you can present yourself right in the middle, sort of similar to what I'm doing now. So you see that I'm kind of in the bottom corner of the video. Uh, If you're watching the video here, Flipgrid will do the same thing. So you uh, you can initially put yourself right in the middle of the screen. If you want, there are some buttons to move you to the left or move you to the right. And then you can also resize how big you are over the background. And if you don't want it in the corners, um, in the left or the right-hand corner in the bottom, you can move yourself up to the top. You can literally resize yourself and move yourself anywhere in the video that you want. So a great video tutorial only takes a minute to watch and see how that works, but again, Present over Google Slides using Flipgrid. If you don't want to use Loom, you don't want to use Screencastify or Screencast-O-Matic, Flipgrid, a great resource uh, to do that with. And then you can even download your Flipgrid video. You don't have to post it to Flipgrid. You can just download the Flipgrid video and post that video somewhere. Let's move on to Tech Refresh. Uh, New Ed Tech Class has a video for labeling Google Classroom assignments. Way back a year and a half ago, I did a uh, newsletter and a video on labeling Google Classroom assignments. I found a whole bunch of resources from other ed tech leaders about the ways that they say that you should label your Google Classroom to keep yourself organized and to keep the students organized. But New Ed Tech Class has a great resource here for that. Topics are organized by weeks and date ranges. Assignments need a labeling system for weeks and days. And then the documents that you attach to those should also have the same labeling system. Place your emojis at the end of your assignments to highlight the assignment types, like a little home emoji to let people know it's homework. Um, People, if you want it to be a group project. And then if you have a whole bunch of resources for the class, don't put those in a topic, just peg them to the top of your Google Classroom, so they're easy to find for your students. And if you want to do them all in one Google Doc and then just tie them out from there, uh, that would probably be the easiest instead of having multiple uh, 
assignments or announcements at the top of your Google Classroom. Just put them all in one Google Doc so they're easy to find. If you want to see my newsletter uh, from last year, right here in the bottom, you can click on the link that says newsletter from last year. It will take you to the 2020-2021 newsletters and you click on the top one, which is the very first one I did last year called Google Classroom Organization. When you get in there, you'll see some tips about labeling your Google Classroom from EdTech Emma. There's um, Ditch That Textbook has some ideas, Maneuvering the Middle, Shake Up Learning, and uh, Teacher Tech with Alice Keeler. And if you want links to all of these resources, there is a Wakelet link up in the top left-hand corner. You can click on that. Or each little box in last year's newsletter has links to all of these resources as well. If you want to see a walkthrough of all of the resources, there is a link to these corresponding YouTube video that went along with last year's newsletter, or you can download the podcast anywhere you can get your podcasts. So this week, the big idea is Cami. I know I talked about Cami a couple of weeks ago, um, and that was all about Cami updates. If you're not familiar with what Cami is, Cami is an online PDF tool, and it is almost so much more than that. You can turn PDFs into OCR. You can take PDFs and you can split and merge them. You can write on PDFs. You can put images on PDFs. So many resources. You can start from scratch and it not even be a PDF and have it be an online digital collaborative whiteboard if you want to. There are so many resources that we are going to get to with regard to Cami that um, it's going to blow you away all the things that Cami can do. I got these ideas from the Cami Certified Educator Level 2 videos, and I can't stress enough how important it is if you are interested in Cami or have Cami in your district, go through the certification to be Cami Certified, a Cami Certified Educator. Level 1 is great. It really gets you into the nuts and bolts of Cami. Level 2 is where it really starts to show you the power of what Cami can do for you in the classroom and as a teacher in general. In the top right-hand corner uh, of Cami, you have the Cami Certified Educator link. If you click on the link, it takes you to the Cami Certified Educator page. It's free to sign up to go through the Cami Certified Educator classes that they have. So as you go through, as you do um, Cami Certified Educator Level 1, Again, perfect for beginners. Free course will teach you the fundamentals to jumpstart your Cami journey. It will also take an hour to complete. All you have to do is follow the three steps. They will send you an email confirmation very shortly after you try to enroll, giving you the enrollment code and a link to take the class. Once you complete level one, you can apply for level two. That is the advanced course to take Cami training to the next level, along with a new badge and certification to demonstrate your proficiency with Cami. Let's get started talking about the bullet points that are listed here under Cami. So you can see that there is a number in the parentheses next to each bullet segment. And that number is the amount of time those videos take in Cami Certified Educator Level 2. So the first bullet point we are talking about is Cami for Real-Time Collaboration. That video is 26 minutes. And it talks about just collaboration using Cami tools. Again, I mentioned that you don't need to use PDFs. You can just tar start Cami from scratch. So you can have blanked, lined, grid document pages, and then as many pages as you want. The beauty of using Cami as your collaboration tool is you don't have to erase anything. You just can create a new page. From that collaboration tool, students can insert questions and pictures in the document. So you are working with students hand in hand. You can have multiple documents for multiple groups. So if you are teaching in person, you can still have that for students. If you are remote teaching or hybrid teaching, it's great because you can just have students join as a whole group or as individual groups as well. Cami also has the ability, if you create a Google document um, and in the dashboard of Cami, to monitor group work from the dashboard in Cami. 
Uh, and so as students are working through an assignment, uh, let's just say math in this example, you can in real time look at the dashboard of Cami's student assignments and annotate and collaborate with them in real time. And finally with Cami, you can annotate with pen tools, with the screen record tool, or you can just insert audio and use your voice to provide them with some sort of feedback. The great thing about the screen record tool is you can just screen record yourself right in their document and they're getting that feedback immediately there. Some of the nice things is too, uh, with the audio feature, you can give all kinds of audio feedback. With the brand new feature that Cami has put in, um, Cami has updated their uh, certified educator level two and I just found this out the other day that you can actually create a comment bank in Cami. So if you create an audio comment for students, you can continue to use that in other places throughout Cami when you're trying to provide feedback for students. The next area is assessments, Cami for assessments and that is a 28 minute video. So the great thing with assessments and using that in Cami is you can take the PDF and create an OCR which converts your document to text so it is readable text for students so if the students are having trouble reading it or it is above their reading level they can use some of the accessibility tools that are available on computers or Chromebooks or iPads and have the PDF read to them. Another great thing is you can take multiple PDFs and you can split them apart so maybe you only need certain pages or you can merge them together. Maybe you have a few different pages that are documents that need to be put together for a larger assessment. You can then merge those documents together. For the assessment, students can respond with text, they can draw, they can mark up, they can add media, they can do all sorts of things to the PDF that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do, to do as easily in some other digital tools like Google Slides or Keynote or some of these other features that they might have. All of this stuff is right here and the insertion of uh, the, the pen tools and the media and the markup and the text boxes is seamless. The other great thing you can do is you can insert videos into a blank document. So let's say you find a video in YouTube that you want and you want the students to take notes on that. You can put the video at the top and then you can have a space at the bottom of the document and you can have students take notes on that video that's at the top of the PDF document right in Cami. And it can be a Google Classroom assignment that you give to them and then you can check over their notes to make sure that they got the main points of the video and then maybe you let them use the notes for later on some sort of assessment. The next section is Cami for inclusive learning. This video is 19 minutes and 42 seconds. It is taught by Dr. Hilary Goldthwaite. And if you click on the first link here, Cami for Inclusive Learning, it takes you to YouTube. And in YouTube, you will get a playlist for using Cami for accessibility. You've got how to provide effective feedback in Google Classroom, utilizing multimedia comments, the text box tool, text comments, voice comments, speech to text, text to speech, how to use video comments, adding media videos, adding media images, and then uh, Dr. Goldthwaite has access, engage, and express using Cami's inclusive tools. In the newsletter, the second link is five uses for Cami in the inclusive classroom. And this, if you click on that link, it takes you right to Dr. Goldthwaite's website. And this website has the a link and it's written out the five uses for Cami in the inclusive classroom. And you can see here um, for inclusive supports, show what you know, it allows students talks about how students can do that, how to create content, how to provide artistic expression, and finally, um, how to use it with Google Classroom. Other ideas for using Cami with the inclusive classroom is use video directions to explain in greater detail, a super easy thing to do within Cami. You can use the speech to text again, or the text to speech tool to provide students the ease of inserting their information into the Cami document. Maybe they don't type very well. Maybe they can't write using the pen tool. Um, maybe they just want to speak what information they have because it's a lot easier for them to get their information out um, in a cohesive manner.
You can use the dictionary feature. There's also an equation editor. And you can also, with Kami, restrict or allow features that you want students to use when creating assignment through Google Classroom. This is a great feature because if you don't want students to be able to have the full complement of Kami tools because it's just maybe too much, you can then restrict exactly what they have access to to make it a lot easier for them to complete the assignment and they won't get distracted with some of the other tools. I mentioned earlier that Kami is perfect for digital whiteboarding. This next section here is about a 21 minute video. If you click on the link, it will take you to the Kami website that talks all about using Kami as a digital whiteboard. You can see that Kami as a whiteboard, you can teach from anywhere, encourage student-led lessons, extend student learning, and ensure access for all. At the bottom of the website is a video Kami use with an interactive whiteboard. So if you are fortunate enough to have an interactive whiteboard in your classroom, um, Alex Campus from Wales will show you how to incorporate Kami with your uh, interactive whiteboard. So instead of using the software that came with the whiteboard or some third-party software, you can use the Kami app uh, and open up a blank page and then just use Kami right with your interactive whiteboard. The next link is Kami for remote learning. So if you are teaching students remotely, there is a link to that. There's also a short video that will walk you through using Kami for remote learning. Again, some of the similar ways to use it as a digital whiteboard and for collaboration. You will also find some screenshots using it with other learning management systems. You can use it for online real-time interventions. There's information on the annotation tools for remote learning, both video and audio annotations, and ways that you can use it to facilitate group discussions. Using Kami as a digital whiteboard ensures access, you can embed feedback, and you can praise proficiency right within the Kami document. You can also track student engagement with the annotation summary. And finally, Kami has a built-in Google image search. So students don't have to open a new tab or go to a separate app to search for an image. They can search right in Kami through Google for the image that they need or that they are looking for. The last two links at the bottom of the newsletter are how to use Kami tools, and it's a playlist. If you click on the link, it will take you to YouTube and it will show you the playlist of Kami tools. It will show you how to create an account, select annotations using the dictionary, text-to-speech, the highlighter, the strike-through, underline, text comments, the voice comments tool, video comments, and many more. They are short videos, most of them under two minutes, three minutes max, just showing you how to use the Kami tools. The last link at the bottom is Kami and the Google Classroom playlist. So again, another playlist of YouTube videos. These videos can be a little bit longer. These aren't short like the how-to videos, but with these, um, using Kami and Google Classroom, We'll walk you through how to use Kami for remote teaching, for home learning, uh, as a workflow on the iPads, Google Classroom integration, 15 dynamic ways to use Kami with Google Classroom, which is a 33-minute video, getting started with Kami and Google Classroom, which is a 43-minute video, and then finally grading with Kami in Google Classroom. The first few videos are under five minutes. The last video also under three minutes. Um, a couple of those right in the middle are much longer. But these last couple of playlists that I talked about, if you don't want to go through Kami Certified Educator um, Level 1, you can certainly watch all these videos. I would recommend going through Certified Educator Level 1. It's just they do a lot better job and there are people that are talking to you from a teaching perspective uh, and it's very helpful. The playlist is great and it will get you off and running um, and it's, it's just really quick and easy but the certified educator just goes a little bit more in depth for you. That's the information on using Kami. There's a lot of information. I, I've talked a long time. I've given you a lot of information to think about, but we've got Kami for real-time collaboration, Kami for assessments, Kami for inclusive learning, Kami for digital whiteboards, 
how to use Cami Tools Playlist and Cami and Google Classroom Playlist. Again, don't forget to check out the TikTok Tech presenting over Google Slides with Flipgrid. And since we are just starting a new quarter, um, labeling Google Classroom assignments. If you didn't do it at the beginning of the year, now is a good time to kind of revisit your Google Classroom and maybe reorganize it get yourself and your students on a better page with organization in your Google Classroom. That's it for this episode of the Ed Newsstand Podcast. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast or watching the video version on YouTube because I know your time is valuable. Please check out the resources in this week's newsletter about Cami. I really encourage you to check out the Cami Certified Education Level 1 and 2 courses to increase your ability with Cami. If you're comfortable using Cami, I hope you find some of these tips useful when it comes to incorporating Cami into your lessons. A huge thank you to New EdTech Class on TikTok for their awesome resource on presenting over Google Slides using Flipgrid and their other resource on how to organize your Google Classroom. For more EdTech resources, you can follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Troy and on Instagram and TikTok at Ed Newsstand. If you're listening on any podcast platform and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to receive updates and have any new episode automatically downloaded for you. You can also revisit my previous episodes on any major podcasting platform like Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts. You can also check out the video version of my podcast over on my YouTube channel and check out any of the other video resources I have available. If you'd like to download my app to have my podcast and newsletters right on your smart device, please check it out at ednewsstand.glideapp.io and save it to your home screen. If you don't want the app but would like to check out my resources, please visit my website at ednewsstand.weebly.com. This is Troy Reynolds, and this is the Ed Newsstand Podcast, hoping you were able to take away at least one idea for your classroom. Please be safe. Until next time.